Okay, so in your honest assessment, how do you think versus rehearsal, my dishonest assessment? Yeah, well, I mean, your objective okay. assessment. All right. Your cool, detached, objective perspective. Mm. How do you think rehearsal for the nationwide speech went about 15 minutes ago? I think it went incredibly well, and you know why? Because we were in the house of God. And when you're in the house of God, then, you know, it seems like everything just seems to go better. You would think that that would give you some sort of an advantage if you <laughs> practice your nationwide speech in a in church. A church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. And so I think that uh, we have God on our team always, but in this particular case, because he was there for the speech creation, that's a good thing. So, yeah, no, it was. how fun was that, though? Um, like getting to block it. I don't want to give too much away, but... Um, all I can say is this, for people going to the nationwide event, you're going to see a lot of people talking on stage. You're going to hear a lot of great speakers give really good ideas, but here is our hope that when they come to our session of Mattress University, we blow their brain, right? We blow their mind. We, we give them so much good stuff that they just walk away with this wow feeling, you think that's you think we're going to get that? Yeah, I mean when you come to our nationwide speech, you know, it's coming up on August 18th in New Orleans. You can just count on Jesus is in the room. Jesus is there. And we're so we're going to point off stage right and be like, "There hey, he is." JC. They, there he is. He's right there. Throw up our yeah, throw up our wave and then we're going to hit it hard. I had a blast. I had a blast because you know, for the if we're going to be on stage for the first time together, ever which surprises me we've been it on a, like 116 podcast episodes and now for the first time ever we're going to be on stage at nationwide for the primetime event i'm thinking we need to not just have the speech portion but we're like let's bring some theatrics let's bring, bring some theatrics some yes audience engagement and all that fun stuff and i that's the plan. We'll see. So, we'll see how it, it goes. And, and when I say that we want to wow people, that's not an arrogant, overly confident thing. I'm just telling you what we're shooting for, right? Yeah. I'm not saying we're going to pull it off. I'm just saying that the people who come invest an hour of their time with us, we want them to leave really blown away and entertained and excited and inspired and ready to go take on the world when they get if back If you home. spent the money and took the time... To, to travel to New Orleans, you know, for it's August 17th through the 20th for the nationwide event. And you show up and you've got on your 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 Mardi Gras beads. That's right. Your, you know, your Florida Lee shirt. And you've got, you know, your march. You maybe have joined a marching band at that point. Who knows? You're in New Orleans. Wow, Things that's, happen. That's a lot. We want to give you a good time. We want it to be worth your while. And not only in terms of, you know, making sure it's fun and it's engaging, but you walk away with you know, a playbook for how to fight this fight that you're up against. You know, we're going to get Whitaker on stage, Mike Whitaker. We're going to get Jeff Rose. He's going to have a role to play. We're committing this. them right now, whether right they now, know it or not. They don't know it. But anyway, we want you there. We want you to come have some fun with us. We know the first two sessions are there. We're going to be the third session. So don't miss it. Come check it out live in New Orleans, Louisiana. If you haven't got your tickets, get them now because that stuff, uh, you know, t flights get booked. Hotels get booked. Don't yeah. wait. I'm flying into Muscle Shoals. Hey, isn't that cool? We're the third speaker, and and th Trinity Jesus. That's Jesus how this all is going to be part of the speech. Yeah. All right. I like this. So come listen to our speech, uh, authored by Jesus. Well, that's got to be Basically. wrong. You can't say that. <laughs> hey, Jesus. It did, was inspired Jesus by. Did, how's he didn't that? Authored the Bible. He didn't like write it, but he certainly Jesus inspired it. He didn't write the Bible exactly, but he inspired what was written down. It's going to be a revival. Just show up. 
Dos Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. So we got an invitation at Las Vegas Market to come to the Serta space to check out the new eye comfort. And I thought that was very nice. We got to meet up with Ani Crawley, and Ani was incredibly gracious. So it, it was kind of cool. Wait, but don't move past Ani so fast. Ani was money. No, I, no, I wasn't going to move past her so yeah, fast. Yeah, you were, you were no. going to mention her name, and you were going to roll right past her, and she deserves a moment of pause. I like how you said that I was going to do that, even though I wasn't. I know what you were going to do. And I was going to talk about how incredibly quickly she can speak. <laughs> it was That's amazing. exactly where I was going, by she, the way. She and I, like, she even goes at one point, hey, am I talking too quickly if I put it like well, this? And I said, no, that sounds normal. She goes, I felt like I was slowing down way too much well, right it, then. It's after we gave her a hard time for speaking so fast because you and I have a tendency to do that ourselves. So we were like, oh my gosh, you speak faster than we do. She's like, how about now? Am I speaking too fast now? Like she wasn't being cheeky. She was like literally, and we're going, no, you sound great. And she's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I was like, you know, totally slowing down, slowing down yeah. and slurring my words. And, and I'm like, no, it's not. But I understand, too. I said, I get it. Every once in a while, I start getting in that pocket, talking quickly. You know, I grew up whenever the Micro Machine Man was on TV and he was the fastest talker on the planet. So sometimes, you, yeah, we, we have to slow down what? because the, the Dos Marcos crew needs time to process, don't we? But, you know, you can you can actually listen at far greater rates than you think you can, right? Yeah, that's so, right. I don't know what that is, but it's truth. There's a name for it, I'm sure. It's truth. That's all I can tell you, Kinsley. Um, so, yeah, should well, we, what was your... we just point this out right now? Which is? This is the first podcast we've ever recorded from inside of a car. Yeah. It's not a moving vehicle. We've parked naturally in a truck stop parking lot. Perfectly. Which is where... I'm sure lots of podcasts get recorded. Many, many. We're not but, the first here. You know, I'm sure. I worked with voiceover people over the years, and I used to work with some some real pros. And I said, audio sounded great. Thank you. I'm like, did at the end of it, did I hear a car door slam? <laughs> and this lady was like, yeah, actually, she was an actress. She would work on set. And she goes, the acoustics are made in a car to get rid of wind noise many times. And so you end up with really nice audio sound. And I'm like, let's just do it in the car. Wow. This is perfect. So, you know, they have that show, like, guys driving around, like, drinking coffee. Seinfeld does Seinfeld, that. Yeah. Right? And so, Co- and by the way. Coffee in cars with comedians. Yeah. And so, on this note, and then we can move on to more important things. Can you please explain to me why so many selfie videos are taken with people in a car like why do you why is it necessary to go to your car and by the way don't tell me because audio quality because i don't think that's where people's heads are but they go sit in their car and they do all these like the straight to camera videos in there and their car i'm like why are you in your car i don't get that you know what i'm talking about well okay so the audio quality is good i do know that but i wonder if it's because hey i've got to do this selfie video and I know this is a place where I'm not going to face Being a lot a, of distraction. Okay, all right. That, you know, if somebody I comes that. up and knocks on your window, it's likely a police officer. I, in your world, yes. <laughs> it's likely a police officer. No, no, I, I hope it's a police officer knocking on my window and saying, hey, I found your bike. We got it back for you. You and Tara are, yo, why the sea? That's a whole nother, yeah. yeah. You got to listen to a past episode. You got this to. This is probably day, like, 
45 bikes still missing. We'll yep. put it that way. But day 45, we're counting did down. Did you just crank up the air? That's I did. Mess I'm with our audio. In here. Put right. it on our feet. So listen, by the way, in, here, in put a, it on our feet. It, I did. I did. In addition to uh, seeing Ani, we had some really great help there. Caroline Simum. You got to si- say her last name with confidence. Simum. Sume. No, it's Sume. That's it. Caroline Sume. Caroline Sume. She was really, really cool, um, and so we enjoyed meeting her. Thank you, She's with the agency. Also, um, we met with Alyssa Stevens Alyssa, from the agency right, as well, yeah. and they were all three of them so incredibly nice. It started to bring us through and uh, give us uh, about a half hour. So thank you to all three of those. Girls. Well, and, and they had reached out because you know from time to time in, in our effort to cover the industry accurately and from our perspective which it's just a couple of guys perspective and we don't always agree but they invited us in because it was a good time to kind of get people updated on Serta and you know as you know I mean Serta has has faced some challenges and they're like hey we're rolling out the the all new iComfort and we want you to come see what we're showing retailers so it was it was very nice of them to do that you know it was really funny part of this the two um, PR firm ladies uh, Alyssa and Caroline Sume. Uh, Caroline Sume, thank you. Um, so they they knew that we did a podcast and they knew kind of why we were there, but Ani didn't. And so after about 10 or 15 minutes of us being like goofy and like flopping on beds and asking questions, I know that we both got on the same bed. It gave um, uh, a reprieve to the three of them to like take a step away and talk amongst themselves. And so Ani comes back to us and she goes, oh, you guys do a podcast. Did you see that moment where she finally <laughs> yeah, like figured I out did. why the hell we were in her showroom and why she she didn't know why she was taking us through the line. She just knew she was supposed to. So she was a, a champ. For, for Which is it. cool because we two these random guys walk in and she's like on it. She's like, I'm going to show you my the line that oh, we yeah. came out with with iComfort. And you, well, the you, best part is she actually listened to the podcast. So thank God for that. She like knew like we actually. Oh, she like connected that. She got it. You but. know, we're gonna have to start carrying around like headshots of you at least that you can sign for people. Well, I I would start with five and probably end the year with four <laughs> if I ran into my mom somewhere. So <laughs> if you ran into mom, yeah. So all right, what was your impression, Kinsley, of the iComfort line? So there was uh, a lot of anticipation, I thought. Um, and there was some good media prior to the launch. So I think everyone was kind of expecting uh, to see something really cool. So uh, let's talk about that. Okay, so the highlight by far, and I there, there was no pun intended, but this is going to work as one, was the dem- the, the demonstrable piece uh, of, of the puzzle for them. Yep. So what happened essentially is they could put this light bulb down on the foam and the light bulb would light up. So it, it, it was meant to demonstrate the conductive nature of the foam whenever you you know push the light bulb down into it and say hey if it conducts that means it's going to take heat and move it away from your body so mixed reviews on that but i really admire going after something and trying to make it demonstrable this is always the threat whenever you try to make something demonstrable is what's going to happen is uh, you know is the is the public are the rsa is going to be able to connect the dots between Here's the demonstration, and here's the sleep benefit. And so that was definitely you know, one of the top things that we'll talk about. I'll tell you, when we got into it and we understood how they went about approaching developing this product, the new iComfort product, um, what I loved that, that Ani pointed out 
is they tried to take as much opinion out of it. And they did that by conducting original research. She goes, we don't know of a time in the mattress industry when they've actually taken a cover or, a, you know, a variety of covers, put it in front of the public and had people vote on their favorite. Because as product development people, you know, a lot of times you go back and say, well, that that's not great or this one's great. And it's a bunch of people's opinions within an organization. And they put it to the public to say, so it, whether you like the cover or not, you look at the new eye comfort and you can say the public has spoken. This is the one that the majority of people chose. And then the ones that got second and third, they can use in other product lines. Yeah, I, I did like that. I want to go back to the first thing you talked about, which was the, the wow demonstration. So I agree. Here's my challenge for them. You put a light bulb on the foam and it lights up. And I and, and I saw we saw it in one of the first comments under the video that they posted, which is, is it going to charge my phone? Is that heat dissipation? So they didn't quite understand it. So that's okay, though, because you can explain that stuff. But here's where my head goes. I think people, if they see a light bulb light up on foam that is in that bed, the natural reaction to that is going to be, is it a conductor of electricity, right? Because that's what the demonstration shows you. Now, you can explain that away, but that's not so easy to do. Because if it's not simple, stupid, the, the chance of that, value demonstration, the value benefit from that being explained directly to the consumer the right way is really low. It's so risky because the moment the question comes up from a consumer and it's a question about what is the benefit, then there was a breakdown in the demonstration. So for example, if you go back, let's use some of the highlights in the mattress industry history. If you see the wine glass on the Tempur-Pedic and somebody drops down, you can immediately think, oh, I, I'm not going to be able to feel the person on the other side. The raw egg test that Purple did, it was very apparent that that was meant to demonstrate pressure relief. Great point. So the moment that somebody says, like Lisa did, Dave Perry tweeted this out, and it's demonstrating the light bulb lighting up, and the first comment on, on the tweets, it was, why would we want conductive materials? So you got to think to yourself, does the demonstration quickly and easily show the benefit or does it introduce a conversation with some obvious answers? And I don't think a lot of people know what conductivity is meant to do. Well, right. And you were explaining to me prior to the podcast as we were talking through this that it closes the loop on the cycle of electricity and when you do that then that's what activates a lot and i'm thinking to myself there's no freaking way unless there's a one sentence on that demonstration box that says conductivity dissipates heat you sleep cooler something that simple which may be what they do but in fact we said something on to ani about this and she was really cool about it she was like yeah we're, we're looking at the messaging and we're going to try and figure out and we understand that we have to be really clear about that. So they're totally ahead of it. But just for you and I, love the demonstration, just really concerned with how effective it is if they can't communicate it simply. You know, part of it in this day and age is I think people hold on to stuff for too long and don't get to a place where they launch and learn. So, hey, this, is, this may be partially a launch and learn. And you can get some of the feedback from your retailers when they come in your showroom and say, hey, this doesn't quite work, but here's what could work. But if you don't launch, you're not going to learn. No doubt. That my, my concern launching with this demonstration is 
if you don't get that wording right, that messaging right, you do not want salespeople or consumers thinking that there is electricity. Like that's one demonstration you don't want to get wrong. Like you can't afford to launch with that and not get that part right. Yeah, because anytime you see a light bulb flip on, the automatic thought is that is generating electricity. Or electricity is light bulbs allowing it. No question. Communicate electricity. And so it's just it's just part of the way the brain is going to process that. And if you're having to explain something away, you could be in a bad spot. Yeah. It could put you in a bad spot. It could love, put your RSAs in a bad spot. Love the way it demonstrates, but anyway. All right. So And I love and I love when people are taking a swing at that. I I do give props for like in this industry when you can make something demonstrable, which isn't easy to do, that's a huge opportunity. No doubt. All right. So let's back up, Kinsley. So you mentioned the marketing research. Let's start with that. I'm with you completely. I love that Serta invested the money and took the time to go out and take these beds, the messaging, the feels. They just did some brand new segmentation research, Ani told us, which is really expensive to do. I love when companies do that because they're investing in uh, the product and it tells me that they care about how the consumer perceives this stuff. They're smart and how they're going to market. So they're not just rushing in with something that uh, made it through their development process um, on the fly. They they really were intentional about getting feedback. So I'm with you. I think that was really pretty awesome. So we know that that's how this line was born. Here's a couple things that we can talk about. Um, you know, they're using a gel active max memory foam is what they're talking about. And that's going to be found in 1499 beds and higher. Uh, this is an open so memory foam helps promote airflow. Then they've got a, and when I get done with this, I want you to be thinking about the four, the snowflake rating system. Maybe we can jump right into that. Uh, an, an ultra cool system, which is four beds, $17.99 and above. And this is an extra cool layer of carbon fiber memory foam, which they said was in every bed, right, Kinsley? And then the max cool cover, which is in beds, $17.99 and above. So all about temperature regulation. And then finally, an air support foam, which kind of looked like a coil, didn't it? And that one is found in 2199 beds and higher. And this is like an exclusive air cushion technology, moves with your body, and it contours uh, to help alleviate aches and pains. So they really build on a foundation and an idea of sleeping cool, and they evolve into um, like the max coolness, right? Yeah, for the RSAs or even the consumer navigating the sales floor, the big obvious sign that they put up, and it's at the foot of the bed, one snowflake, two snowflake, three snowflakes. And then probably if they want to evolve that system, they would just put Mark Quinn <laughs> for number four because you're that's how cool you Ultra are. Ultra cool. Sure. Yeah. And and so you, I don't, you should be at the top of the you rating well, I, You know, I don't know. I, I, I think really my 15-year-old son and daughter are like the old, because like, you can't, like an old guy can't be cool, I don't think, but. Uh, somebody had, it, to, somebody you, had to teach him. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm, we're at least twos or threes, right? <laughs> yeah, we, two snowflakes. Hey, why are you calling me snowflake, by yeah, the way? Yeah, that's right. It is snowflakes these days is not necessarily a good thing. Uh, okay, so there was that. Um, how about the feels? When you were laying on these beds, what was the impact of that for you? So for me, now this is a personal preference. By the way, I love the snowflake rating thing. I just want to chime in on that. I think that was a really cool way, simple, easy uh, way to communicate that they do build that cooling story. So I thought that was really cool. Anyway, cool. Go ahead. Cool cooler. is cool. Coolest. Cool, cooler, coolest. Cool, cooler, coolest. 
All right, so anyway, back to the feels. Okay, I interrupted you. So when you laid on these beds, what do you think? We, we all know that the feel is the deal. Um, there were a couple of models. I like the higher-end model. It had a, had a nice feel to it. I'm more of a, a buoyant sleeper than a – I'm more of a, a cloud than a hug guy myself. So you want to be on the cloud versus inside the hug. Yeah, versus inside right. the hug. And, you know, I'm kind of an old I'm an old school hybrid guy. Yeah. You know, you know where that comes from. Yeah, like Mars and Venus. Uh, but but overall, I mean, and really it's easier whenever you have side by side comparison because I think a lot of retailers are going to be looking at how does this model feel compared to the last eye comfort rollout? Right. Isn't that what it's going to come down no to question. for a lot of people? No question. And the feel is the deal. And there were some good feels. Your thought? I thought there were two. Um, I'm not a fan of memory foam beds. Um, in particular, certainly not the starting numbers. So I don't think the starting numbers were all that great, but I don't ever feel like they are for any brand. So I'll say that. Um, but yeah, man, when you got into some of those nicer price points, there were some beds that felt really good. I am, um, you know, I'm not a memory foam guy in general terms anyway, but you can't deny there was a couple that like I, I'm more of a quicker response. I don't like feeling like I'm sucked into the bed, which is what some memory foam can do. But they had some feels that weren't that way at all and great stories like we had talked about already. So, yeah, I think they had some good feeling beds. I didn't I couldn't compare them to anything that they had done in the past. So uh, no measuring stick there. But, yeah, I, I thought they had some really great feeling beds. Oh, you hear that? Oh, doorbell. Yeah. Is that Sarah? Hey, Sarah. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on the show. So today I'm going to talk about one of our newest launches, and I am so excited to bring this product to Specialty Sleep. You know Pure Care as the brand that brings health and wellness. We bring cleaner sleep to all of our products. We infuse products with responsive technical textiles, and we do all of this to enhance your wellness and empower your sleep to do more for you. That's one of the reasons why I'm so excited that we are launching weighted blankets at Las Vegas Market. Our new Zensory collection with the tagline, Weighted for Wellness, is really helping us expand our message of wellness and what sleep can do for you. Now, there is a huge market for this product. Weighted blankets are one of the fastest growing trends in sleep because today's consumers are actively searching for naturally healthier sleep solutions. For those of you who aren't familiar with the wellness behind weighted blankets, it stems from the sleep science term, deep pressure stimulation. That fancy term basically means that you have benefits from the calming effects of gentle, simultaneous weight on the body's pressure points. Now, wellness specialists today are backing the healthy benefits of weighted blankets as an effective, non-drug-related alternative to help alleviate issues like stress, anxiety, restlessness, fidgeting, tossing and turning. All of these pieces fall really beautiful into what Pure Care does best and delivers best, which is a health and wellness product. And of course, because we got to design our own, our sensory collection is really unique. We're using hypoallergenic glass bead fill because it's cleaner. We've de designed our weighted blankets with a smaller pocket to make sure that that weight distribution is as even as possible and as balanced as possible. We designed an entire line of removable, washable duvet cover options that feature velveted fleece and 10 cell, 
so that you have a way to clean your weighted blanket and really choose from those two different comfort options. So many things to talk about with this line, but mostly I want to send you over to purecare.com to learn a little bit more about our adult and kids weighted blanket collection, Zensory. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much, Sarah. So, okay, we, we got to get back to close the loop here on, but, but, on but, some eye comfort but, but, stuff. But but before we do, uh, okay, the, okay. the weighted... The weighted... The weighted... My turn. I don't know. I want to talk. Now you say something. Now you say something. No, now you say something. Now, so, okay. So weighted blankets <laughs> yeah. are a real... That's a real category. Like, it's growing. I love that it's part of the sleep ecosystem, too. Do you have one? I don't. Okay, so... I don't, but every time I, I went to the dentist... And I know this is bad to tell, like, this is probably not the best bridge, but when you do go to the dentist and they put on the weighted blanket, the weighted vest. You wait till Sarah hears this. You no, just compared me. her kick butt no, weighted blanket with that, a dentist office experience. Everybody knows what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, you're though. right, you're right. And you're in this environment where, where you don't feel the best, and they put that on you, true. and it works. So now, add a comfort component to that, like, like they did with... Uh, uh, like you did with the softer hand that goes on, sure. on the outside of their weighted blanket and that experience and put it in your home. And you probably, you know what happens because you no, told me about what happened. I'm telling it. So I was laughing because I think we were both thinking the same thing. Bridget, my wife, um, loves taking naps. And so um, she bought this weighted blanket. And, and so anyway, she, she was taking naps with the weighted blanket. She had to put the weighted blanket away. Because she couldn't take naps with it anymore because she was ta- her 20, 30 minute cat nap in the afternoon was turning into like an hour. Like she literally it knocked her out and she was so comfortable in, in this cave and cool room and dark and she, she wouldn't wake up. She right. would just sleep and sleep. And she's like, I had to, I'm like, so you put it away like literally. But she's like, yeah, it's just too tempting. <laughs> Isn't that so funny? You know, a lot of people, when they re- remove temptation from their environment, yeah. it's not a weighted blanket that actually works too well. <laughs> it's usually right. something else like, uh, you know, something that is maybe bad for you. Okay, so maybe revealing too much, not really. But when I sleep at night, I, I hug a pillow, right? So I like that security of having something next to me. Like, you know, I don't know what it is. Um, and so I totally get, not that I've been able to use Bridget's weighted blanket because she doesn't let me use her weighted blanket, but, um, when you have, hold on, hold on, hold on. So she has a weighted blanket that she will not allow herself to use, but she also doesn't allow you to use it. It doesn't seem fair. She's a weighted blanket hoarder. Well, you know, I never, I I don't know. I I never thought to like go get it out of the closet. I could use it myself. You're too scared to. No, I'm "Ah." I'm not gonna go there. I mean, but anyway, I I think it's like I get it though. People, for security reasons, the weight. It's a bit of a hug, and it makes you feel secure. I get that. I think it's really a cool product. I'm glad they brought it to market. Yeah, well we'll done. Well done, Pure Care. Um. Anyway, enough of that. So back to the eye comfort. Um. So I think we talked about the feels, the ticking Kinsley. Um. A couple things I think they could have done differently. Um. The ticking. I know that they picked this, so the consumers picked it. So, uh, not giving them a hard time. I think the consumers they asked it was uneventful like there wasn't like I don't think ticking is going to sell like a lot more product for you but I don't you know and I don't not think it can hurt you if it's like just horribly ugly but um, I don't know I thought it was I I thought it was fine just it wasn't something that you looked at and went wow that's beautiful here here's the problem should I look at it and say wow it's beautiful my is my expectation too high I mean for the price point I don't think anybody's ever said I want my mattress to look worse 
No. You know, when you're spending a fair amount of money, you want it to look nice. But here's, and this is no reflection on the product development team because the logic I think is is good. Like, why don't we take the opinions off the table so we can go to our retailers and say, this is what the public chose. But whenever you do research, research tells you about the past. It doesn't necessarily tell you what to do for your future. So what, what had happened in essence is, you know, people are telling you, eh, this, is what I, this is what I would probably buy, but they weren't actually putting their money into the pot and saying, yes, I will do it. I've launched a, a product on Kickstarter and people were telling me, I love that product. I want to buy it, it's Kippo, right? So people were like, yes, I want to buy that. And I'm like, I don't really, I'm not sure. Like I'm not, I believe what you're saying, but how many people would say the same thing? So to market test it, I launched it on Kickstarter and people actually gave me their money before the product was even ready. So research, can, I, could, I could have researched that till kingdom come. And I may have had people say, yes, I'll buy that, or no, that, that, that looks bad, or this looks bad. And my first product wasn't the best. I mean, it's improved dramatically, but research does not tell you what people are actually gonna do when real money comes into play. Now, and, it's, and researchers will tell you, getting at price sensitivity, on any product in marketing research is the hardest thing to do. It's very difficult. So I think you're right. I think in a marketing research, although Melanie, I think is her name, the new marketing person at Serta. By the way, here's a person I have yet to hear a single negative thing about. I don't know. I've never met this person. Uh, but I, I can tell you every single person I have talked to has had something good to say about Serta's new marketing person. Have you had anyone give you a contrary opinion to that? No, I have not. So at I, all. She must be like this superstar because everyone seems to love her. Well, so we love having superstars in this industry. No doubt. That's great. Um, so anyway, I like that she approached it from the consumer research aspect, but I don't know. The tick fell flat for me. Also, um, I, I'm not a fan of their point of sale. Like I think the headboard that they had in there, I don't know if that's final version, but it just wasn't that. I don't know. It wasn't that compelling. I like the color palette even, um, but I don't know. It just was, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's not final. We don't know. It was, it was a little bit basic, I think. Uh, but then on the flip side, I mean, I'm not trying to hedge here, but you, on the flip side, you could say you have to make it obvious at retail exactly what this is and make your message singular and clear. If that were the case, I think it was pretty singular and clear that it, this was eye comfort. No doubt. No doubt. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. I think in terms of design, it could have popped a little bit more and brought a little bit more to the product because that's, a, look, it's a billboard. That headboard is a billboard for your brand. So the question is, what are you going to do with that space, right? So anyway, but um, here's here's the thing as we wrap this up, though. Did did you have something there? Or Okay. Here's, here's the thing, I think, as we wrap this up. Serta has had trouble. Um, they've fired a bunch of people, they lost big lots, they um, are going to be in a reduced position at Mattress Firm. Uh, th there's a lot going on with them. So they, they hurried and got product to market, although it didn't feel like they hurried. I think they did a good job of getting this product to market, but I know they wanted to make a splash, is how it was explained to me, in July market, because they wanted to stop some of the negative slide that's been going on. And so if that's part of your strategy, then whatever you bring to July market needs to be a wow in order to slow the negative spin around your current company. Do you agree with that 
idea. And if that's the case, the question is, did they wow the people that saw the beds? That's the real question, because if they didn't wow them, then and, and, and by wowing them, that means if you're going to wow somebody, it's not just getting back the slots you had. It's maybe increasing floor position. Are they going to get any increased spots? Uh, is it good enough to maintain the ones that they have? Um, so that's ultimately where this all goes, I think. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that remains to be seen. Weigh in, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Dos Marcos podcast, and let us know what you thought. I know, you know, retailers, I visited with a lot of people at market that many people came to the Dos Marcos meetup that we had at the Englander space. I looked around at one point, I'm like, it was by far the highlight of market for me. So thanks for everybody for coming out. So, you know, let, let us know what your thoughts were if you had a chance to make it over and see the iComfort product. And, uh, you know, you can weigh in and, and time will tell. Time will tell, and our opinion isn't going to mean much of anything. It's going to be the uh, retailer's opinion that matters most, and then at past that, not even their opinion, it's the consumers voting with their pocketbook. A lot of competition out there. Um, we're really grateful to the sort of people for letting us in. They've got a great team there, and everyone was really fun and uh, really kind of kind of neat to get in to see it. Yeah, thank you, Ani. You talk so fast. You yeah, got us, Ani. You got us through that presentation in, like, no time whatsoever. Yeah, we saw the whole line in, like, four minutes. <laughs> it was fun. Thank you to, to your team for reaching out to us and and uh, taking us through the line. And, and um, hey, at, at any point, if somebody has something they want to show us, we're always happy to come and take a peek and uh, kind of give you our thoughts and feedback. And, and like you said, the market will determine how this all shakes out. So back to what you said, tell us what you think. Was it a wow? Does this get sort of back their spots or is it good enough where they get new SKUs because of how compelling the product was? And speaking of reviews, Kinsley, if you're listening to this, wouldn't it be nice if everyone listening to this went on iTunes? And said, hey, Dos Marcos, they are the galaxy's best mattress podcast. And we're going to let that reflect in the five-star rating we give. Yeah, and then you can also leave a review on Facebook. Some people have been doing that. Nice. So, yeah, that that's awesome. Leave us a review. If you want to give us five stars, give Mark Quinn five stars. Or more importantly, give Mark Kinsley five stars. And give this song five stars. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. And I'm hot like a heater Bounce by the ounce Now we got it by the leader Well you take a spring And you wrap it up right You can sleep so smooth Or bounce all night Put two together Get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it Lay back You don't have to practice It's the best thing to happen To your mattress Get together to do it like I did Everybody get high if you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, 
Out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, phone keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get high Right, listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming when your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment. What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam, cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We, we got, got that type, type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Hybrid is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses. mattresses.